This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Meat Sports Alcohol for Wednesday, November 24th. Happy Turkey Day almost to everybody who celebrates. Uh, We got an awesome Thanksgiving edition show for you guys. First, we talk with Ian McMillan. He's a senior editor at BetSided, and he's also the host of the Bacon Bets podcast. Uh, We talk with him about his Thanksgiving Day bets his lines, what he, what he likes, what he doesn't like, as well as get a couple predictions for how his day is going to go outside of football. Uh, pretty fun uh, interview with him. So you'll definitely want to check that out. Yeah. What a trooper. We found out just before the interview that he is Canadian and probably not ce- celebrating American Thanksgiving before we designed the entire interview to be bits about Thanksgiving. So he stuck mm-hmm. in there and kind of carried, carried the team with them. So yeah. he was great. Yeah. Uh, after that, we have an ice cold takes Thanksgiving edition. We basically fix Thanksgiving. I was saying, I think everyone would be better off if we took our advice, our controversial opinions about Thanksgiving. Uh, it's an awesome show. So check it out, Hanks. We now welcome on Ian McMillan. He's senior editor with BetSided, host of the Bacon Bets podcast. Uh, we're going to talk some NFL, some, some NFL bets, as well as some golf towards the end. Uh, Ian, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. Not a problem, guys. Thanks for having me on. Of course, of course. Uh, My first question, very pressing question. I noticed that you on Twitter said that you were during the Patriots-Falcons game going to take a shot for every single time (laughs) the Super Bowl was referenced. I live in Atlanta. A lot of people were hurt by how many times that came up during the broadcast. How drunk did you get? I think I took five or six shots by the end of it. And then I, by at the end of the game, we'll just chug whatever I had left. So uh, <laughs> I got a pretty good buzz on. I mean, <laughs> Falcons fans knew that that, that was going to happen going into it. Uh, I knew it was going to be a blow. There was no way that they were going to get up for that game, especially a few days after getting blown out by the Cowboys. So uh, last week it was a, was a rough week to be a Falcons fan between the Cowboys loss and the Patriots loss. I think we've been outscored like what, like 63 to three or something in the last two games. Um, yeah, not good. I, I, I got a little buzz on that night that, uh, that was a masochistic thing to do was to sit down there, uh, and watch them reference that Super Bowl as the Patriots went on to win. And they won by exactly 25 points, which is exactly how much the Falcons had to lead on the Patriots in the Super Bowl to make it that much worse. So, uh, the football gods have a, have a twisted, dark sense of humor. Yeah. It was a bold move to begin with. I feel like even bolder move as a Thursday night game. Like, I don't know. I, I could maybe do that if it was like college football Saturday or early game on Sunday, but uh, I applaud you. That was a, that was a good move. I, well, I, I, I am off Friday, so I will say that my day's there off for Friday, Saturday. So if I was working the next day, it might've been a little bit of a, of a bad, of a tough decision, but uh, I was off the next day. So I, I, I was prepared for it. I, I slept in pretty late the next day. Glad Perfect to way to kick off the weekend is yeah, getting drunk exactly. and watching the Falcons suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, we have a few kind of questions for you regarding the Thanksgiving slate of games. Uh, there's Bears-Lions is the early game, Raiders-Cowboys, then Bill Saints to close it out. 
Uh, before we get into any of our silly questions or games that we wanted to play, uh, what are your favorite breaths of the Thanksgiving slate? Uh, I would say right now, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the over right now in the in the Lions and Bears game. It's at 41 and a half, pretty low total in that game, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, if you're going to set the, the total at that low of a number, then both defenses better be among the best defenses in the in the NFL. Obviously, know that we, we know the offenses are no good. Bears' offense is arguably the worst in the NFL. Lions isn't much better, but for a low total of 41 and a half. Uh, I need the defenses to be good too. And they're not lines are among the worst in the NFL in, in stats like opponent yards per play and the bears. Everyone assume that assume that the bears have a great uh, defense, but they don't their average of best, something like 14th in opponent yards per play. They're like defensive run uh, stopping success rates pretty low as well. So the line should be able to move the ball on the ground. So uh, low total to get the day started. And I mean, with the Bears and Lions, I mean, it's an absolute toilet bowl of a game. So I like the over on that just to root for some points to get uh, Turkey Day started off right. Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, it's Bears-Lions first game of the day. Uh, rooting for points is about the only thing that could probably make that game bearable. So I really like, really like betting the over in any terrible game. So love that. Yeah, you're kind of yeah, protecting I- yourself there. Just like if, if you bet on the Bears and they don't cover – that's just going to hurt you so bad. And then betting on a team that literally hasn't won a game and they lose, that's like just horrible. So you're kind of just splitting the difference. Sorry, Ian, go ahead. Yeah, no, and I was going to say, yeah, I think the spread set, set about right. I think it's three and a half points. But yeah, I mean, early day, I mean, by 1230, we're, we're just getting the day started, the Thanksgiving day started. Let's just root for some points. It's a low total. We don't need that, that many points. Let's just Let's just root for some touchdowns and get that game out of the way. Do you have any uh, do you have any player props or obscure game props that you've seen that would if you were betting on them and rooting for them, your family would truly be convinced that you're a degenerate because, you know, you were rooting for like Tony Pollard over three and a half receptions or something like that. (laughs) I think if you're rooting for any if you're on a player prop and it's an under on a player prop, that's a pretty degenerate move to root for a guy to have a bad game (laughs) for opening game on on Thanksgiving slate to be rooting for like DeAndre Swift to like rush under 80 yards. It's like, oh, that's a that's a that's an interesting way to get your Thanksgiving started off. Yeah, it's, it's David Blau under 70 and 75 <laughs> passing yards. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if he's going to apply. Um, well, as Dylan and I were kind of talking before we got this interview started and looking through the standings and everything, uh, we kind of came to the realization that in the last few weeks, there's teams that we thought sucked that seem to not suck as much. Uh, so we want to do a little segment with you called They Suck but do they really suck? And we're just going to list some teams that fit that, fit that category. Um, I feel like top of the list, just they definitely suck, but do they maybe not suck is the Vikings. Uh, what's your take on the Vikings? No, I actually like the Vikings. To be honest, I, I, I picked the Vikings uh, to start the year um, to win the NFC North. I mean, not looking very likely right now. I think they're, I mean, they're only two games back. Um, and they lost a lot of close, close games at the start of the season. Uh, there's no issues with their offense, but their defense does concern me a little bit. Their defense is not great in most statistics, especially stopping the run. Um, I don't think they suck, though. I'll say, I'll say, yeah, they suck, but no, they don't really suck. And I think Kirk Cousins kind of falls into that bill. He's like the perfect encapsulation. His entire of career sucks. Yeah, but he does he suck? And this year is an ultimate 
does Kirk Cousins actually not suck year? I mean, he's got, what is it, 21 touchdowns, two interceptions right now? That's staggering. <laughs> yeah, and wasn't there a stat I saw this week where he, I think he just surpassed Aaron Rodgers in like most 300-yard games with two touchdowns or some some weird stat? Like, I mean, Kirk Cousins, he, he gets a bad rep, but he's he's not that bad of a quarterback. Yeah, He's pretty good, actually, statistically. Yeah, yeah, it's just shocking. Um, all right, next one on the list. Uh, this was a they suck at the beginning of the year, but last couple of weeks they have certainly not sucked. Uh, the Colts. What's your they take suck. there? They suck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there really? <laughs> they suck. Wow, they're. I'm, 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 I'm not buying in on the Colts. They've had a couple of good weeks. They they've caught teams kind of in anomaly games. The Bills just didn't have a good game last week. Uh, the Colts defense, you look at most of their, I mean, I, I, I hear some people talking about the Colts defense being good. They're really not. Uh, if you look at most, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but they rank near the bottom in a lot of defensive statistics. Jonathan Taylor is very good. Their offensive line is very good, especially at run blocking. Um, so they are going to beat some good teams at times, but uh, I'm not a, I'm not a believer in Carson Wentz, not a believer in the defense. Uh, I think the Colts suck. Mm, there you go. That, I actually wasn't expecting that one. Um I will say I saw, uh, I think I could, I I think Jonathan Taylor is great. Don't get me wrong. And he was an absolute monster on Sunday, but I saw a stat that he, in the last like few weeks, he's been averaging four yards before he, before contact. So he can run four yards without any contact whatsoever. So I kind of think like on Sunday, I probably could have had two touchdowns behind that Colts line. (laughs) Yeah, that's an interesting point. Yeah, I mean, everyone always talks whenever there's a good running back or good running game, everyone gives credit to to the running back. But uh, it's an old cliche, but it's true. The games are kind of one in the trenches and the offensive line doesn't kind of get the credit they deserve. That's an interesting stat. Average four yards before even getting touched. That's yeah. Yeah. Five touchdowns running behind Quinn Nelson, I feel like is two and a half touchdowns behind any other lineman. I could just do a little conversion. Um, this team sucks, but do they really suck? This kind of will hurt me if you say that they really suck because they're facing <laughs> my New York Giants this week and we actually suck. The Philadelphia Eagles, where do you stand on them? Oh, I kind of like the Eagles. I kind of like okay. – so I have bet – I bet on the Eagles every single week this season except for last week and I lost. And then another week earlier in the season, I bet on a total instead. Um but the thing, the thing that the Eagles have, have done recently is that Nick Sirianni finally decided to start running the football. If you look at the first few weeks of the season, uh, like their their passing play percentage was among the highest in the NFL. But for some reason, they had a very good uh, run blocking offensive line. Uh, Jalen Hurts is obviously very good with his feet, but they kept on insisting on throwing the ball. Now they've done the opposite. They've turned into a mainly a, a running offense, and it's worked for them. They've looked fantastic the past few weeks. I think the Eagles are going to be a playoff team. So I will say they do suck, uh, but not really. Yeah, I remember one week, it's probably a four or five weeks ago at this point, when they were just getting killed at the end of the game as the fourth quarter, and they were just handing the ball off. And all the fans started losing their mind every time they ran the ball, just cheering because they just had never run the ball at all. So I don't know if, if a whole stadium of drunk Philadelphia people are, is outsmarting your coach on yeah. the run game. I feel like it's a pretty bad sign. Outsmarting you at anything, but specifically your job. That's a tough one. Yeah, all for right. sure. Actually, I remember Doug Peterson last year, the same issue. I think the Eagles were like in like top three in yards per carry, but like bottom three in carries per game. 
Uh, so uh, Nick Sirianni finally clued in uh, to the fact that they should run the ball more often, and it's worked. Uh, all right, next one on the list, um, and this one's personal for me. This is my team. Uh, big win over the weekend, the Cincinnati Bengals. That's an interesting one, man. Um, I don't know because they, they regressed a little bit, but then they had a, that win against the Raiders. I would say no. Uh, yeah, I would say no. They don't really suck, but I'm not convinced that they're a good football team yet. Um, but they are definitely taking a lot of good steps in the right direction. I was one of those guys who um, trashed them for taking Jamar Chase in, instead of an offensive lineman in the draft. Uh, it seems like I was very clearly wrong by this point, but they still do have offensive line issues. They have defensive line issues. They're, they're, they're taking steps in the right direction. I love Joe Burrow, big Joe Burrow guy. Um, are they a playoff team this year? I don't think so. Um, but I will say, no, they don't actually suck, but they yes. still do kind of suck. But they historically, you got to take some historical context uh, into account with the Bengals. And historically, they do suck. There's no arguing that. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, they've been, they've been so bad for so long that just kind of when you see a team wearing those jerseys and those helmets, you just they just kind of look like they suck. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a while to change the, the perception of a team. You got to put together like a decade of winning seasons uh, before your jerseys don't just automatically signal to people that you suck. Yeah, yeah, I completely understand that. We're going to be sitting here 10 seasons from now having the same conversation with yeah. the Bengals. I'm pretty sure they suck. <laughs> uh, moving on, we do have some golf questions for you. We have the Brooks-Bryson, the match coming up this weekend. Um, first of all, have you been following that? Have, have you been enjoying it? I kind of go back and forth every day on being like this is fun, but also it kind of feels pretty manufactured at this point, just the whole event. Um, what's your take on it? And do you have a pick? Yeah, it happened too late in my opinion. Um, cause, because they, they very clearly made up at the Ryder cup. They hugged it out. They won the Ryder cup together and now they're like tweeting back and forth, but you can tell like, it's not like they don't have like, they don't really hate each other. I don't think anymore. So it is feeling a little bit manufactured, but I mean, I like it. There's no other golf going on. Um, I like the whole idea uh, of the match. I wish it was a little bit less produced. I don't love how they present it on TV. Um, I don't care about the random talking heads who talk throughout it and the interviews they have with people I don't care about. I just want the golfers mic'd up. And if there's silence for five minutes, then let there be silence. But uh, I'm still interested. I'm going to bet on it probably. I was saying leading up the whole time, like ever since they announced it, that uh, you should just bet on whatever whatever golfer is an underdog. Because uh, it's only, I think it's only, was it 12 holes, I think, or 15 holes? Like it's, 12, it's yeah. is it 12? Yeah. So yeah. 12 holes, you got two of the best golfers on the planet. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? It's match play. You don't really see these guys play match play too often. But uh, Brooks Kepka has been terrible lately. Two missed cuts in events that he should not be missing the cut in, weak field mm. events. Um, but then again, we haven't seen DeChambeau. He hasn't even golfed in the new PGA Tour season. Last time he golfed was the Ryder Cup, and before that, it was in the FedEx Cup. So um, now I would lead Desham- uh, lean towards DeChambeau because Kepka has looked so bad in his last two starts. But it's a toss-up. If you just want to go with the underdog, go with Kepka. Uh, but I'll, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll put a little bit of money on it. It won't be a big bet, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be tuned in. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, it's, it's so hard to tell with Kepka too because, like, I feel like. He just doesn't really care unless it's a meaningful, important tournament. Um, and if he's not really into it, then he just totally checks out. And so is he going to actually be into this or is he just using this as an excuse to spend a weekend in Vegas? You know, right. So, 
who knows? And Bryson, I think, will take it very seriously. Oh my God, he's, he doesn't take yeah, anything not so. He doesn't take anything <laughs> not seriously. It's not, it's not physically possible for yeah. him. He'd be, in, he'd be in a mini putt tournament with a bunch of eight year olds, and he'd be, he'd be taking it seriously. Exactly. That's probably the best way that this could go. Is Bryson just having like a temper tantrum at some point through here? Oh yeah, I don't shit. think it's gonna happen. But yeah, that would, that would, yeah. I mean, I, I think if this happened a year ago and these guys actually did hate each other, then it would be a lot more interesting. But I bet the other thing I'm, I hope doesn't happen is that Bryson doesn't like whip out these like cringy jokes and chirps like he had uh, in the match there with who was all in it? Aaron Rodgers oh, and Phil Mickelson. Brady and Brady. Was yeah. It, yeah. Uh, was, like he yeah. brought out like the Never. duct tape or something. I don't know. Just Bryson just, eh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I but mean, if they actually. If they still hated each other, I think it'd be a little bit more fun. But uh, I hope I just hope he doesn't have these like a a, a, a pre written note of like uh, bits that he's gonna do throughout. I hope he just bees himself. Yeah, but I can almost guarantee that he does have pre written oh, yeah. bits. Yeah, I'd say that's <laughs> like, about yeah. minus yeah. eight hundred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, cringy he's, bad. He's, yeah, he's, been, he's probably been working on some material. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and I feel like like you're you're totally right about it would have been better if they were doing this in you know may of this year whatever like you know during the height of the of the feud but they never would have agreed to it specifically i don't think kepka would have ever come anywhere close to agreeing to doing this when he actually like truly didn't like Deshaun. yeah yeah i don't think he uh, yeah like being i don't think surprised. bryson would have either to be honest yeah yeah yeah, I saw that they just said that like their hug at the Ryder Cup was fake and it actually wasn't genuine and they do still hate each other. And it's like, all right, well, now that you're saying it now, like you're obviously just trying to build up drama and everything. Yeah. Um, but speaking of manufactured and cringy jokes, we had one more segment idea that we wanted to do with you. Uh, as we found out before we hopped on, you're Canadian and probably not celebrating American Thanksgiving this uh this weekend but we're going to pretend like you are and we just wanted to ask you uh where you'll be in the three games on thursday uh by any of these thanksgiving traditions happening so the first one that we have is your falling asleep bet um you're like food coma you've had too much food to eat um you're just sitting on the couch and you start dozing off are you expecting that to happen like start of the raiders cowboys game 4 30 would you say that's a fair point or like way after dinner bill saints end of the first quarter and don't forget sleeper pick third quarter of the bears lions game which is the worst game you've ever seen oh now you had two, you had two bloody marys in the first half and you <laughs> take a little third quarter nap that is a fantastic question. I think I would go, I think, I think third quarter bears lions. Number one is just the most boring game on the board. And I'm not really, uh, as the day goes on, I usually get more energy as the day goes on. I'm like, I don't even fully wake up until like two o'clock in the afternoon. So, uh, I'll probably be pretty sleepy by the, when the bears lions game starts, it'll be third quarter. It'll probably be like a 13 to 10 game. And I'll, I'll, I'll pass out for a little bit. I'll have a, I'll have a little afternoon naps. So, I like third quarter Bears lines. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, there we go. If you play it perfectly, you could pass out. I mean, if you, if we all really did this smart, we just pass out for the first three quarters. Just wake up just so you could catch the end. Just see who wins and then move on with your day. Not have to go through the, the torment of watching that game. But yeah, um, that's probably like an accurate. accurate yeah, I think call. that's. Yeah. And, 
And and with me being on the over, I mean, best case scenario, this might be a long shot with these two teams playing. Best best case scenario, the over hits like midway through the third quarter. So then I can just have a nap. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That one seems like a stretch, though. The over hitting the third. (laughs) (laughs) I'll probably need a garbage time touchdown or two. This uh, so this next one, this next one is similar. Um, is when will the first drink come out? When will you have that first drink and what will it be? Uh, my current, my current line is probably the third Andy Dalton incomplete pass that goes five yards over Allen Robinson's head, um, (laughs) for like the fourth, third and out in a row. So that's where I'm at. Um, that would put it probably roughly start of the second quarter of that game. Uh, well, my first drink will be as soon as I wake up. I'll have a nice little <laughs> Bailey's and coffee. I don't know. You go. guys have Bailey's in the States. I haven't seen. I just, yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. a little yeah. Irish cream. Yeah. Uh, I'll have that in my coffee first thing in the morning. So that'll be my first drink. My first uh, my first beer will probably be uh, right after the Lions go three and out on their opening drive. Because I'll be like, why am I watching this why? football yeah. game? So yeah. I'll crack a beer there. <laughs> um, and then maybe I'll uh, have a little cocktail or a little glass of wine. Um uh, when I'm on the Raiders in the second game, the Cowboys take a 14 point lead in the first quarter. So, uh, yeah, and then uh, I'll probably be uh, probably be drunk by the time the Bills game comes on. That's perfect. Sticking with the drinking, just have a couple more here. Uh, the two drunk bet. So we've already established when we're starting to drink. This is at the point where we're going to be too drunk. I'm going to say it's either Raiders Cowboys when I can't tell if Carr or Mariota is at quarterback for the Raiders or sometime during the Bills game when Josh Allen is running around like a lunatic, just holding the ball out wide and getting hit by four people. And I'm just losing my mind loving it. I guess it's going to be either during that 430 game or a bit into the 820 game. I'll say it's uh, the first gadget play that Taysom Hill is going to be in for. for the oh, oh, there we go. That's a good one. That's a good one. one. Yeah. That's a good pick. I, I'd, say, I'd say if you want a drinking game to do as well, just have a couple shots in the back every time you got a gadget play with Taysom Hill. Yeah, and then you just think about how much money he's making in the new contract that he just yeah, signed and then take I another know. shot after that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's when you really get too drunk. Um, yeah. And then last one. Uh, is when will you really get annoyed with your family and you go watch in a TV in a different room than than with the rest of your family? Um, I'm not gonna be. I mean, my family. I'm not gonna be spending with my family. But where am I? I would, in theory, probably um, probably in the first game because if I was watching it with my family, during they'd be like, "It's 12:30 in the afternoon. Why are you watching wow. NFL? Why are you mm-hmm. yelling like a maniac uh, at the TV?" Mm-hmm. So I would probably go early, at least later on in the night. It makes sense why I'm watching a football game at nighttime. But 1230 in the afternoon, when I'm supposed to be talking to my family, I'm yelling at the TV like a maniac. Uh, the first time they're like, e, why are you watching this game? That's probably going to go to a different <laughs> That <place>. is spot on. <laughs> See, I'm actually in the exact opposite scenario that my family travels for Thanksgiving. We're going to be together in a couple of days. And that first game is always when we're in the hotel room and everyone's frantically trying to get ready to go to dinner. There's like hairspray <laughs> all over. People are jumping in and out of showers. People are trying to wrap gifts, all this stuff. And I can just post up. Nobody talks to me. I get ready in two seconds. And all I could do is just watch terrible football watch lions so that's actually gonna be like one of the better parts of my day but (laughs) so is it gonna be a later game for you oh yeah 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 yeah. 
I'd say anytime after 4.30. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we appreciate you running through that with us, all the NFL insights, taking the time. Uh, this was a blast. Really appreciate it. Not a problem, guys. Thank you for having me on. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Now watch this drive. And welcome to our next segment, another edition of Ice Cold Takes. Uh, this time in the holiday spirit, it's the Thanksgiving edition Ice Cold Takes. I feel like my Ice Cold Takes aren't that icy. Like, I know I, these are opinions that I have, but mm-hmm. I feel like I know what it is. I think Thanksgiving is just an oversaturated topic for Ice Cold Takes. And yeah. I'm looking at these and they are, they are opinions that I have. Like these are like yeah. controversial, but you've just heard everything at this point. I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking at one that if I like you would have to be a psycho to disagree with one of these opinions. That I have. All right, should we get our basic ones out of the way first then? Yeah, I okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's do it. My basic one, I think people might share this opinion. Sides over mains all day, every day. Mm, I yeah. like stuffing, sweet potatoes, mac and cheese, anything of that sort over the turkey nine times out of ten my plate is all fucked up i i just i load up with sides and maybe i'll throw on like a piece of dark meat see um, i i do love turkey but a turkey without sides is nothing like when you just take a straight bite of turkey it's like what but when you get turkey in a bite with stuffing gravy a little bit of cranberry and mashed potatoes then you've got yourself a great bite and the turkey right. helps with that, you know, but like on its own. Yeah, I agree. I've never it's, been like blown away with turkey, you know? No, never. No, no, no. Uh, do you, my family does brisket as well as turkey. a bit more, like even more brisket than uh, turkey. So that's usually the meat. And even oh, then wow. I'm still like, dude, pass me the, pass me the mashed potatoes. Wow. So. See, that's something we're purely traditional in that sense. We're, I think it's Jewish. That I, <laughs> is it brisket is Jewish. I don't know. There's a few things that my family does. It's kind of Jewish all around. Like we do like a sweet potato dish that oh, well, we has like marshmallows in it. Yeah, that? sweet potato casserole. We don't sweet potato that's, casserole. That's not that's not Jewish. That's like all right. Well, Midwest. let me throw out some other things. That <laughs> is that really Midwest? Yeah, are you a casserole with marshmallows on it? Is the most midwestern Dude, I, I've ever heard in my entire life. My baby cousin, who I still call my baby cousin, even though he's like twenty, used to be a little mm-hmm. psychopath and just eat the marshmallows off the top of the yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Uh, babies like marshmallows, you know. Yeah, yeah. What's your basic take? Okay, uh, if you eat before two p.m. on Thanksgiving, you're a psycho. And your family is full of psychos. Eat at a normal time. Don't eat it. If you eat at 1.30, you're full of weirdos. Oh, you mean the actual meal? Yeah, like you eat like Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dinner at 1.30 p.m. No, complete psychopath. Yeah. I would say yeah. earlier than like four. I agree. Five. I agree. But I know I know people that it's like, okay, 1.30. That's when we sit down and have dinner. And it's like, it's still light out. How are you eating a full meal? No, that's We're, weird. We're purely like a 6 p.m. family and just eat crackers and cheese and booze all day long. That's like the best. Okay. That's the best part. It's so hard because you're full by by the time dinner comes around. But you bring out some like deviled eggs, some like some baked pigs in a blanket. Yeah. 
That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you just load up on all that, and then you're Even, full by the time dinner comes out. But the, that's the fun part. That's the fun part. It's the all like you're day, saying. the all day of just snacking on little appetizers that are sitting around, like going up, making yourself a drink, having a couple appetizers, going back to the couch, watching football, arguably even better than the actual meal itself. Getting the full story behind every possible appetizer. Appetizer. Like, was this a spinach dip? Oh, hmm. Oh, have you tried it with a chip? These chips? Oh yeah. yeah. Perfectly. Oh, I'll have to try that. (laughs) Just doing the rounds with that. I 100% agree with you. All yeah. right, so those are our basic ones. Yeah, that's my basic one. Um, one of my more controversial ones, I think you might agree with me. Maybe not. I don't care about the other things on TV on Thanksgiving other than football. Oh, like the Thanksgiving Day Parade? The Thanksgiving Day Parade and the dog, and the show. dog show? Yeah. I'm sorry, dog show. I could not give less of a shit. I get the tradition of it, and, like, I have watched in the past but the whole time watching i'm just like when's football on yeah frantically checking my fantasy team just anticipating thanksgiving day football i totally agree on the parade the parade is maybe the parade and new year's eve ball drop is the most boring television events (laughs) ever like i don't know who what who in their right mind would ever sit down and watch the entirety of either of those television programs? It's beyond me. It's crazy. New Year's is the worst. They're like, Yeah, and now an interview with Post Malone. And they're yeah, like, like, Post Malone, what are your New Year's resolutions? Yeah, and like, uh, I don't know. And like, All right, <laughs> thanks, Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> and now we'll check back on the countdown, and it's still three and a half hours until the ball actually drops. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think that's just because I think people in New York City think that people care more about their events. Like if those were a New York City events, it's like, OK, yeah, I care about it in New York City. But why well, would well, anyone care about that? That's why my family likes it, because they're all New Yorkers. They all yeah. always want to watch it. They always want to put it on. And I just yeah. don't care about seeing blown up Snoopy. Like, oh, my God, it goes slowly through fourth app. I just (laughs) don't don't care one bit. I totally agree. The dog show now, I I agree. Like, I can I never I've never watched the dog show, I think, for more than a minute. But (laughs) like when it's a commercial break and going over from football to the dog show and being like, that's a hilarious looking dog. And it's it looks like it's just a mop that is like this is a hundred thousand dollar dog breed and everyone's like freaking out and it just looks like a mop that i that i do enjoy you are right it's the ultimate flip back and forth flip back um yeah. and this might be the year of the dog show considering how shitty that first game is on thanksgiving that lions bears it might take me a minute i might be doing the opposite i might be flipping to flipping lions the, bears during yeah, the commercials of the dog show yeah yeah yeah, yeah i agree with that um, all right, so this next one, this one is a bit controversial. This one's a bit hot. I even heard you mention it as something that you enjoy earlier. So this might be oh shit controversial. Um, mac and cheese, not Thanksgiving and overrated. Don't need it. Don't want mac and cheese. Don't want all that cheese on my plate. Give me stuffing. Give me turkey. Give me gravy. Give me mashed potatoes. Give me a little bit of green beans for some fiber and call it a day. Don't get mashed potato or mac and cheese anywhere near my Thanksgiving. Okay. I actually do kind of agree with you on this okay, because there's a few reasons. There's a few reasons. One, you're right. It's not like a Thanksgiving thing. Two, 
my Thanksgiving dinners, my family is always massive. The mac and cheese is always the first thing to get like a bit cold on the table. Mm. And then you're just eating like kind of cold mac and cheese. Kind of cold mac and cheese is so bad. Yeah. The worst yeah, really, kind of cold food. It falls off. Have. Yeah. When the cheesy off. crust becomes just kind of hard. Ew. Yeah. Definitely falls off. No, it falls apart. It's like Kirk Cousins in prime time. <laughs> can't yeah. falls off mm-hmm. um and i'm lactose intolerant so ah. i do i do go in on the mac and cheese and then i do feel like shit for like a couple hours after like mm-hmm. don't think i'm not gonna do that but it's always like grass is greener on the other side forbidden fruit i want it because i can't have it and then i eat a bunch of it and feel like shit so yeah. i you're kind of on on something with that mm. take maybe maybe i'll leave that out yeah yeah just try yeah i mean we we've now i'm gonna try it i mean yeah you're gonna eat it yeah we've never been we've never been a mac and cheese family too so i feel like that's part of it is that i've like i've gone to other people's thanksgiving before and they always just have a giant thing of mac and cheese and like i i if i have like five bites of mac and cheese i feel like i mean i'm not even lactose intolerant but you it just knocks you out i need the stamina to make it through the rest of the meal yeah, make it through Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's a pretty funny way to think about it. It's like yeah. a music festival. You're like, I got to time this mac and cheese. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna, if I'm going to peak during... If I get too drunk on mac and cheese during the 4 p.m. concerts, I'm going to be dead by 9 p.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to take some water breaks. You got to mm-hmm. plan it out. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of just, you know, uh, keeping up during Thanksgiving, my last ice cold take, Thanksgiving edition is don't be the first one to propose a new drink to the menu. Like my family will always have out like the basics, like vodka, gin, you know, whiskey and a bunch of mixers. You can kind of make your own cocktail. And then somewhere along the night, someone's always just like, what about a mojito? Like, what about an Irish coffee? And it'll just like turn into this giant production. And I always like those drinks, but then like you've burdened someone for like half an hour to go collect all those ingredients. Everyone's probably drunk anyway. So it's not like you need to be throwing around mojitos. And it's just like, if it naturally happens, do it, but let's just not like burden everyone with an outlandish cocktail. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. I, I actually think last year I was guilty of that. Um, yeah so it was covid and i was like i was super um depressed all the time depressed and there i was like you know what i'm gonna put a little bit more we were just did like a thanksgiving with like just my my parents and whatever and i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna you know introduce something new to the menu i'm gonna make this fancy little apple spice mimosa blah 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 all this stuff spent all this time making this syrup for it like made one for the rest for the family then they didn't drink any of it. It was horrible. It tastes like shit. It tasted like shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, they that might have f- been more on me for making a horrible drink, but I should have just stuck with the classics and no one would have complained. Yeah. I mean, maybe we should both just speak for ourselves with this. Like, if somebody else is going to propose a drink and do a good job at making it and doesn't mind doing it and then hands it to me, that's uh-huh. like another story. Mm-hmm. than me demanding it of someone or me fucking it up like yeah which yeah. i probably will i probably will. yeah 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 i i agree Stand all out. right 
my uh, my last one. Um, and I was going back and forth on this one, exactly how I wanted to word it. But basically, it's twofold. One, an, why why is it a tradition that the Lions and the Cowboys always play on Thanksgiving? Why do we have to stick with that? It's it's not. It, they're always like they're so barely ever actually relevant and they always produce horrible games. That's my first one. I don't think we should be bound to the lions and the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. And then it's the further part of that is it should be like NBA Christmas. They should schedule the absolute best games and save them for Thanksgiving. Could you imagine if it was like, I mean, I don't even know who's good this year, but if it was like Cardinal giants football team, Exactly. Yeah. Chiefs. Texans. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Texans, you do good. Yeah. Yeah, no. Chiefs. Texans. Powerhouse. Yeah. But yeah, like if it was three good games, good-looking games, that I could at yeah. least get excited about instead of just the worst games that you've ever like NBA Christmas. It's always the best teams playing. For no, whatever I agree. Reason, and the they NFL do like football. the drama too. They'll be like, oh. Like Nets Warriors because yeah. KD left. Like they'll they'll mix exactly. it up just based on like drama and the matchup and things like that. So yeah, I mean that would be sick. I will say I like the Cowboys on Thanksgiving because, like I said earlier, New York family. We fucking despise the Cowboys, mm-hmm. and the only thing more fun than rooting for your team is rooting, rooting against, like violently team rooting team. against another team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it is nice having them on. It sucks when they're good. Um, but yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea why that is. And then the Lions are always just the first game of the day because they suck and nobody wants to watch it. So they stick them at 1230. Um, I'm with you. Let's switch yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and those are my takes. I remember those days I had no rights. I remember those days I had no sticks. And that was our show. Uh, thanks for listening in, everybody. Hope you all have a happy, merry Thanksgiving. Um, to all those holidays. to all those celebrate Does that celebrate um and tune in next week uh when we have the winner of the westminster dog kennel the dog uh as the guest so we don't know who won yet but uh we have the spot guaranteed for whoever ends up winning the uh dog show so you'll definitely want to tune in for that what a genius idea they should do that at the dog show Mm-hmm. They should just do that for like horse races too. Just bring yeah. the horse over and be like, what was the key to victory? They're the one doing all the hard work anyway. Yeah, exactly. They are. All right, sweet. Well, that'll be an awesome interview. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, fam. Peace. Peace and love. Today is going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. By now, you should have somehow realized what you got to do. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now Because maybe